The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant with you on this Tuesday edition of the show. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on WKOM 1017 FM. WZYX, the Eagle, down in Franklin County. And on Facebook or on our website, sm-tnsports.com, where you can watch the show live. Just go to our homepage. It's right there. Can't miss it. Literally. Literally. Can't miss it. It's right there on the right side as soon as you pull it up. And if you're on your phone, just scroll past the headlines, and it's down there just under the the headlines. So it is there. Just keep scrolling. You'll find it. Um couple of quick notes. Number one, it is the birthday of the only Eastern Kentucky player you will ever hear me root for. Former Summit linebacker Jalen Harrod. <laughs> Happy birthday to that young man. Root for him all the time except for when they're playing JSU. Either in the OVC or in the ASUN. Huh? Doesn't matter where. Yeah. Doesn't matter where. Um, number two, the <laughs> Conference USA announced their player of the year, and to no one's surprise, none. <laughs> the The anticipation was killing us, Conference USA. Uh, Anastasia Hayes named the conferences player of the year in women's basketball and much deserved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the little competition she had was not much. So, I mean, I would think when you win half of the player of the week awards in a season, you're probably the player of the year. So there's that. So congratulations to that young lady. Now, moving on to little Titans coverage, as you can see on my hat here. Got my Titans hat on today because, well, it's a good day. (laughs) It's a good day. Yeah. No longer are the Tennessee Titans on the hook for about – Three million a year the next two years, even though they'll have to pay this year. They'll take a hit this year, but, but they're off the hook for the next two. And, and you know, I, I saw a tweet somewhere that that said that John Robinson doesn't get credit for making a bad draft pick and then 
trading it away. Well, actually, yeah, he does because bad draft I, picks happen all the time. I thought they were going to have to release him and get nothing. I, I, I am shocked that they were able to get something out of Isaiah Wilson. Even when when it, everybody in the league knew that they weren't going to keep him anyway. Even if it was swapping seventh round picks and just unloading his salary. It's better than just straight up releasing him. Much better. <laughs> so, yeah. Worked out for the Titans. And I, to me, I'm just, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know if you can be any more, any happier for the Tennessee Titans than you are right now because that's a distraction that you're getting rid of more than anything. You obviously need the cap space. It's not going to help you this year, but you're going to need it in the next couple of years. I assume now... I'm not sure exactly when the uh, the deadline for franchise tag. I know it's today. I just don't know what time. Mm-hmm. But Johnny Smith's going to be franchised. There's no question about that. And the Titans need all the help they can get in the cap. You're going to see some guys that are going to be asked to rework some deals, obviously, in – one of those guys never should have gotten the deal he got to start with, but that's another story. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're Ty- not going to see you're not going to see Rashawn Evans. That fifth year deal, fifth year pickup is not happening. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Uh, at least not with the return of two middle linebackers. Yeah, uh, with, with J- if Jayon Brown is healthy and, and back, then that even less even lessens that possibility more there we go but yeah i mean lawan's gonna have to restructure byard's probably gonna have to restructure or gonna be asked to they don't have to but but uh, again just being able to get wilson out of town and and to be fair you know he's a young kid he's done some stupid stuff maybe maybe it is a change of environment Oh yeah, because South Beach is uh, be way better than, than Nashville for this kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think that's my biggest question in all this is why, if you're Miami, are you making this move? There were two places that he couldn't go: Miami and Denver. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, <laughs> and yet he winds up in one of them. <laughs> Whatever. I don't, Seriously, I mean, I wish him well, and I, I, hope, I hope it works. Hopefully, out for he him. goes and 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 lives up to what people have seen in him. You know, coming out of Georgia, but it looks like it's going to be an uphill climb. It most certainly will be an uphill climb. Uh, that's okay. I mean, good job, John Robinson. Well done. Uh, uh, even if I agree, just getting rid of him was and getting anything in return, getting him off your roster and moving on. Well, that's one less thing that we have to deal with this off season because 
like you said, we have plenty to deal with this offseason. No doubt. No doubt. So, good job and do better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, again, we've talked about this on this show. You miss on draft picks all the time. It's not like he didn't do his due diligence. He did everything that he would have done normally, and he just missed, and that's okay. I mean, uh, by all accounts, Isaiah Wilson's interviews were fantastic. So, we've seen that. We've seen that. Guys interview really well. People interview really well. Yes, they do. All right. I want to get to this before we get to the end of the break, or because uh, yesterday, or today, I'm sorry, our friends at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame announced a few more inductees out of the University of Tennessee. Actually, that was yesterday. They did it during ball calls. Ah, well, it, the the press release is dated March 9th, so. Yeah, they, they yeah. They announced it on ball calls, but mm-hmm. the press release is, is today, so whatever. Um, Bill Bates, Todd Helton, and Reggie Johnson will all be inducted into the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, and I would probably say uh, that's, if anybody should be in, those three certainly Makes sense. Uh, I can't believe Reggie Johnson isn't already in, to be honest. <laughs> That's a little surprising. I, 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 I remember listening to... You know, just a two-time first-team All-American. No I, big deal. Yeah, I remember listening to to John Ward do UT basketball games back in the mid to late 70s when he was there. And, yeah, I mean, he. I, I'm shocked that he's just now getting in. But at least he is. Yeah. He, he's yeah. in now. Um, and here's the thing: not only did he play seven seasons in uh, in the NBA, but again, two time first team All American, uh, you know, guy who was first team All SEC uh, three times, and just a really all-around solid basketball player who changed the direction of Tennessee basketball in a very different time uh, for Tennessee basketball. So congratulations to him. 15th overall pick in the 80 NBA draft. So second, he finished his career ranking second all time on Tennessee scoring list, 2,103 points. I don't know where he sits now, but, um, and it, it's interesting reading this because I, I did not remember all of this. Led the SEC in field goal percentage in 77, which would have been his freshman year. <laughs> 64.5%. That ain't bad. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. But part of that, though, is, you know, you're a post player. You know your game. You, the folks around you know your game. They're getting you the ball where you can, you know, shoot that. That's And those were some good teams back through there. You know, Gary Carter, um, John Darden, who's also from Springfield. Yeah. Those were some fun teams, you know, during that time. And these are – these got these – Three guys follow former Memphis women's basketball coach Mary Lou Johns. Um, 
Vanderbilt women's basketball player Kathy Bender, former East Tennessee State basketball standout Tommy Woods, and soccer standout Cindy Parlow Cone, uh, who played her high school soccer over in Memphis. And, of course, this started off with um, Mike Caldwell from MTSU getting the call. So, Bill Bates, one of those guys you're not going to know his name necessarily eh. as a Tennessee player. <laughs> you will know him. Herschel Walker will argue. <laughs> Herschel would know. Uh, but 15 years in the NFL, um, you know, he, he wasn't a guy that – you know, he, he wasn't a guy that stood out and he wasn't, you know, the the Al Wilsons of the world and that sort of thing. He wasn't the big time, hey, mm-hmm. I'm the guy kind of guy, but he got the job done. He was kind of that glue guy that you talk about sometimes, you know, where, you know, they don't necessarily rack up the big stats. They don't get the big recognition, that kind of thing, but they're kind of conspicuous in their absence no doubt yeah and when things start to fall apart because they're not on the field yeah and a guy who won three super bowls that's that's really all that matters how many rings you got i got three that's enough there we go (laughs) (laughs) that's plenty congratulations to bill bates and then of course todd helton i mean everyone knows todd helton's story uh Tennessee football legend Todd Helton. <laughs> yeah, that that guy. <laughs> I, I tell you, it was fun. I, I covered um, some Tennessee baseball back in like '95, which was the year that they went to the world, the College World Series out in Omaha. And if you ever get a chance to go to the CWS, go. Whether you got a team in it or not, because it's fantastic. But. It was so cool because Hilton was a first baseman, obviously, but he was also their closer. And so they would go out in late innings, and um, Larry Simcox, a pitching coach, would take a ball, and and Todd would warm up while they were having a pitching a conference on the pitching mound, and he'd get started getting loose to come in. That's that that two way thing is always. Fun to watch at the collegiate level, I think. You know, Tim Hudson, much the same down at Auburn. There was there were a lot of two-way guys during that era. That era. Brad, Brad Wilkerson down at Florida. Um, there, you know, and with the scholarship limitations and that kind of thing, if you've got guys that can do both, it's pretty smart to let them. So, um, but yeah, 17 years of Major League Ball for Helton, all with the Rockies, five-time All-Star, four-time Silver Slugger, and many think he should be in the Major League Baseball Hall. I was just about to say, is he a Hall of Famer? Because I feel like he's he's at least in the Hall of very good. Very good. But I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer necessarily. I mean, but um, 2,500 hits is hard to do in the in Major Leagues. I, I know 3,000 is an automatic, but 2,500 is pretty darn good. 2,500 hits, 369 home runs, and, you know, 3,000, as you say, is pretty much an automatic. 400 home runs is pretty much an automatic, and, and he falls a little short on both of those. Uh, I, here's, what, here's what I think is impressive. 
he played 2,247 games and had more hits than he played in games. Hmm. That's pretty good. That's pretty solid. So, I mean. That's a hit a day. It's a hit a day. (laughs) And then some. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, he he's he's a hall of very good. I don't know if he's a hall of famer, but he is in Tennessee, and that's all that matters. So, <laughs> um, wheelchair basketball champion Brandon Rowland has also um, been announced as a 2021 Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame inductee. So they have they have announced nine of the eleven member class that will be coming up. So they've still got two to go. Once they finish that class up, we are going to try to get um, Brad Willis, the executive director of the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, to come on with us. Um, Talk a little bit about what they're doing. Yeah. Um, he and station owner, Delk Kennedy, crossed paths here a few weeks ago, and Brad sent word, and Delk passed it along that he'd like to come on with us, so we're going to take him up on it. No doubt. If you want to be on this show, you just about can be. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, man. Looking forward to that. It will be. It will be fun. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk less miles and more. It's also Top 5 Tuesday. Don't forget about that in the last segment. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Hey, folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Local high school sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into the show as we approach the bottom of hour number two. Thanks for hanging out with us on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone. Chris Yamo, Pat, and J.P. Plant with you here on this Tuesday edition of the show. Down in Franklin County on WZYX, the Eagle. Thanks for hanging out with us down there. Got a lot to... A lot to unpack in this next segment because, well, first off, let, let's do this first. L- let's go over the SEC men's basketball postseason awards because they need. We need to get them out there mm-hmm. first and foremost. First team All SEC. Scotty Pippen Jr. out of Vanderbilt. Not. <laughs> Are are you laughing or applauding? What are you doing? Ah, oh, crap! A little of both. A little of both. Oh boy! Uh, Scotty Scotty Pippen Jr. Uh, good. I mean, well deserved. Put it that way. <laughs> John Petty and Herb Jones that are out of Alabama. 
Moses Moody from Arkansas, Trey Mann from Florida, Cameron Thomas, LSU, Devontae Shuler, Ole Miss, and Drew Smith from Missouri, notably missing any players from the University of Tennessee, the four seed in the tournament. <laughs> the hole is greater than some of its parts, clearly. Clearly. And second team All-SEC, Jaden Shackelford, Colin Castleton out of Florida, Severe Wheeler, Georgia, Javante Smart, LSU, Trenton Watford, LSU, uh, Mountain Brook, <laughs> former Bucky Ball. Bucky Ball. Uh, DJ Stewart Jr. out of Mississippi State, Jeremiah Tillman from Missouri, and A.J. Lawson of South Carolina, notably missing any players from the University of Tennessee. <laughs> the four seed in the tournament. Now, they do have a couple of folks on the all-freshman team. We'll give them that. Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer out of Tennessee, both on the all-freshman team. And if they hadn't been on that, I think I would have just thrown something. Because these two guys were huge parts of why Tennessee is the number four number, seed yeah. conference tournament. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Primo out of Alabama. Moses Moody from Arkansas. Sharif Cooper out of Auburn, who is, man, fantastic. Katie Johnson from Georgia. Isaiah Jackson, Kentucky. Cameron Thomas, LSU. And, of course, Johnson and Springer. On the all-defensive team, Herb Jones. Isaiah Jackson out of Kentucky. Abdul Adu from Mississippi State, Drew Smith from Missouri, and Yves Pons from Tennessee. Coach of the year, Nate Oates at Alabama. Not surprising. <laughs> Player of the year, Herbert Jones out of Alabama. Defensive player of the year, Herbert Jones out of Alabama. Wow. He's only the third person in the Southeastern Conference history to do that, uh, including um, Anthony Davis and uh, Ulysses. His name, his first name. Anyway, from where? Uh, his it was. Um, I don't remember his, his last name was Ulysses. I can't recall it right now. Oh, right oh, Tyler, Tyler Ulysses, yeah, from Kentucky. So the first non-Kentucky player to do it. First non-Kentucky player to do it. Uh, Scholar athlete of the year coming from surprise, surprise Vanderbilt, <laughs> Dylan DCU. <laughs> <laughs> like that should just be a Vanderbilt player of the year award. Wow. <laughs> like who? <Wow. laughs> That's so stereotypical. Oh, uh, freshman of the year Moses Moody out of Arkansas, sixth man of the year uh JD Note out of Arkansas. Um so Herb Jones, Nate Oates, uh I'm pretty sure they're just going to send a U-Haul to Birmingham. I would just pick one up in Nashville and go one way with it. Might as well. Why do why do round trip? If you're ridden in a U-Haul, <laughs> I have to. Why would you if you didn't have to? Yeah, there's that. So there you go, Herb Jones. So uh, thing about Herb Jones, I actually saw him play a couple times in high school, where he played at uh, Hell County High School in small three A. Did he have hair then, or has he always had the receding hairline? You know what? I don't remember, because all I remember was seeing the bottom of his feet when he was jumping up and blocking shots. Uh, as in tw 20, 2017, when they won the state tournament, they beat Cordova in the state semifinals, and uh, I was a semi-Cordova fan at that point because of their, their head coach was very uh, – good to my family and my granddad so big fan of of their coach at the time and 
they just got rolled. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, Herb Jones was well, a man among boys there you go. out there. It happens. And showing now, he, first couple of years, Herb struggled in mm-hmm. the SEC. Uh, but he has certainly made his presence known this year. And congratulations to that, that man, because that he he certainly deserves all of the accolades that he uh, has received. So, all right. Now that I got that out the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now let's talk about Kansas and their 10 o'clock uh, tweet that statement from their athletics department notifying folks that Les Miles had been fired, although nowhere in the press release does it say Les Miles has been fired. (laughs) The statement actually says we're looking for a new football coach. So that was interesting. Um Let me just read the statement from Jeff Long, who we all love, right? Big fan of Jeff Long. I'm extremely disappointed for our university fans and every our university fans and everyone involved with our football program. There's a lot of young talent on this football team, and I have no doubt we will identify the right individual to lead this program. We will begin the search for a new head coach immediately with an outside firm to assist in the process. We need to win football games, and that is exactly what we're going to do. Do you need to win football games if you're Kansas? Like, is that really like a necessity? Well, clearly not. I'm just asking. I mean, if it, if if it's a necessity, then it just recently became one. The University of Kansas and Les Miles have mutually agreed to part ways. So he wasn't fired. Okay. I hope you were watching on Facebook for that face. I'm always fascinated by that mutual decision to part ways because, I mean, somebody had to broach the topic. You know, it's not like one, two, three, and you say you're fired, and I say I'm quit. I quit at the same time. I mean, somebody had to initiate that conversation that led to the parting of the ways. I'll give you the parting of the ways, here's, but mutual decision, not so much. Here's here's how that conversation goes. Well, Les, what do you think we should do? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I I could leave if you're going to pay my buyout. <laughs> I don't mind not doing anything, getting paid for it again. That, that's okay with yeah, you. Yeah, it's okay with you. Yeah, that'll work for us. Yeah. We'll get to save face a little bit. Anyway. Or something close there, too. Cause. Yeah, that's exactly how that conversation yeah. went. It's <laughs> so weird, man. The conversation went more like, you know, Les, we, we need you to leave. And, and, le- and, 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 Les, and Les channeled Nolan Richardson and said, they pay me my money. I'll leave right now, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know. He, and, and he said, or they said, we need you to leave. You can go down one of two ways. We can mutually agree to part ways. Or, or we can fire you. We can fire you. It's up to you. It's your choice. <laughs> your choice. Heck of a choice. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
where do you go from here if you're Kansas and you need to win football games? In March. In March. Yeah. So Athlon Sports has got a list of 11 candidates. And the Athlon Sports still exists? <laughs> Dang, I didn't even know. And some of these folks, I'm like, well, why, why would they take the Kansas job under normal circumstances, let alone now? Um, Craig Bowl from Wyoming, Troy Calhoun from Air Force, no and no. Um, Chris Creighton from Eastern Michigan. Willie Fritz from Tulane. Now, that's a name I could see, even though he's 60. He is 60. Um, but he did play college ball and coach high school ball in Kansas. So that chance to go home. That one I can see. Okay, Tom Herman from Texas. Never happened. No, I, I wouldn't think so either. Kevin Kane, um, associate slash outside linebackers coach at Illinois, Kansas City native, played ball at Kansas. Thirty-seven years old would be his first head coaching job. I don't know that you want to make Kansas your first and last. Head coaching job. Um, Skip Holtz from La Tech. Um, Lance Leopold from Buffalo. I could see Skip maybe. Uh, Leopold ain't going. No. That's dumb. And why would he? Yeah. Um, Sean Lewis at Kent State. One of the youngest coaches at the FBS level. Um, took them from 2-10 and 10 to 7-6. and six. And finished three and one in the abbreviated twenty season. If you are a young aspiring coach, I don't know why you take Kansas. If you're Jeff Monkin from Army, I don't know why you take Kansas. Um, Mike DeBoard is a great option. Mike DeBoard is a great option. Jay Norville from Nevada is also on this list from Athlon again. If you're an established coach, I don't know why you take Kansas in March. I mean, just because you want to coach in the Big 12? Well, I'll tell you, if there are if there's any coach who should consider coaching in the Big 12, it's Sean Lewis. 50 points a game at Kent State. And... It's pretty easy to score points in the Big 12. I'm Walking into this situation, I mean, there's there's taking the Kansas job, and there's taking the Kansas job in March. Well, I mean, if they're going to give you four or five years, you know, then sh- – and they're not – listen, Kansas football, how long did they keep Charlie Weiss around? <laughs> Too long? Well, exactly, but my point is they don't mind giving you time. They'll give you five, six years to get it done. They're not going to fire you after two if you don't win immediately. That's fair. So, and, Unless you've got some allegations from a previous job. Yeah. And the athletics director recommended that you be fired in 2013. That's what I'm fascinated by. What Wasn't that when they had the Save Less Miles like – ordeal or was that 2015 yeah i think that was later still yeah (laughs) yeah um that is a (laughs) that is an incredible 
uh, turn of events there for no, Les Miles. No question. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like, look, I don't know what, I don't know what the allegations really are mm-hmm. other than he made passes at co-eds. And other than you need more. They're adults. There's still that quote position of power, I think, of uh, authority figure, whatever. However, that's phrased. How is that phrased, JP? I think that gets the job done. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think it's. I think it's not necessarily the adults. I think it's the authority figure. Um. That that kind of comes into play there. We don't fire math teachers for sleeping with their students. At the collegiate level, you mean? Yeah. Oh, that happens all the time. Does it happen all the time? All the time? Oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I know of at least like five. <laughs> oh God. Who were sleeping with professors when I was in college? <sighs> so I, I'm just saying, like. And it wasn't like it wasn't common knowledge. Probably more English than math. A lot of English. A lot of English. (laughs) Yeah. Or or history or political science. Well, a lot of English. More liberal arts than than your your STEM. I think that maybe it doesn't draw the attention because people aren't selling tickets to math exams. I'm just saying if there's a position of power issue which they're they're not saying there shouldn't be i'm just saying that there is Mm -hmm. what's the difference i i I don't know it's Uh, a good question it's a fair question again in 2013 taylor porter law firm found miles showed poor judgment did not find violations of law or that he had a sexual relationship with any students so he made passes this is uh, Anyway, <laughs> seems like a weird thing to fire somebody at his next job for. <laughs> well, it's convenient when you're not winning to to bl- to put it on, you know, these allegations that but, are coming out. It's convenient for Kansas to that add com- that. But that comes back to what Chris was saying, though. I mean, this is Kansas. He's three and eighteen oh, in two seasons. Yeah. I mean. It's. Two I, I, I don't. I don't know that they were looking for a reason necessarily to fire. Les Miles, and came up on this. So, I would hope they're not. I mean, again, it's Kansas. <laughs> and he's Les Miles. When's the last time you had a national championship winning well, coach they, at Kansas? They probably didn't want to, and this coupled with the record, I, I think. You I'll know, tell you what, this is a daggum cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's some of that to it. Could be. We're canceling less miles. Yeah. That gummit. Wow. All right. All right. More grass eating. We, we, I was about to say, we're canceling for this and not eating grass? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you should have been canceled long ago for that. Wow. This would be a good time for a break. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Poor Les Miles. <laughs> I don't know if, if, if you can see uh, the, uh, the subhead. I don't think you can in your window on the website. Yeah. 
Les Miles, quote, not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> oh, we're not in Kansas anymore. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. I'm proud of that one. I had to put that one out there. <laughs> Clicked <laughs> his heels three times. That's right. huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Long said, see ya. Um, All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, it's Top 5 Tuesday. Top 5 concession stand foods on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back into the show here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. I'm Chris Yao, joined by Mo Patton, J.P. Plant with you here on this Tuesday edition as we are 12 minutes to the top of the second hour of the show. If you missed any part of the day's show, make sure to go back and listen to it on the podcast. Find the podcast links on our website, sm-tnsports.com. You can find it in the all three different podcasts we have. We have the Prep Sports Podcast, which is the first hour. We have our twos podcast. And then, of course, we have our special guest podcast where anyone we have on the show as a special guest, you can listen to their segment separately as it is. Um, all of that is available on our website on the top menu there. So just a drop down. Can't beat that. All right. For those of you listening on WZYX, we appreciate it down in Franklin County. Also, those of you, of course, who are on Facebook, watching on our website, sm-tnsports.com, or on Facebook Live, we appreciate you guys. Make sure to comment. Let us know what your favorite concession food is because we are going to get into our top five on Top 5 Tuesday. But first, dad joke. Because I got to, I, I got to, I'm going to have to start hanging around T. Willie a little more. Get some more dad jokes, but here you go. Are you ready? What did baby corn say to mommy corn? Baby corn to mommy corn. Where's pop? I don't know. Where's popcorn? <laughs> you almost nailed that. You were so close, Papa Mo. So close. <laughs> That's my dad joke for the day, and it fits right in, right? There we go. All right, any, uh, any you've any, earned a few of those. <laughs> any honorable mentions? Any honorable mentions? Because I've got one. Uh, there are too many to try to categorize. I have so. one honorable mention. Talk to me. Cotton candy. <sighs> that's that's my honorable mention. Oh, good lord! Love cotton candy. Okay. All right, here we go. Top 5 Tuesday brought to you by our friends at Mid-South 5 Fitness. Make sure to check out stillfitness.com. Locations in both Columbia and Franklin. Can't beat it. Murray County, Williamson County. Check them out. Give them a a shout is the best way to to get in touch with 
What, what is his first name? I can't ever pronounce it. Dallas. 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 That's it. T-H-A-L-A-S. Mid-South 5 Fitness at uh, 931-215-5633. I know his last name is Steel because it's stillathletes.com. With an E. Uh, so, stillathletes.com is no E. Steel oh, really? Athlete. I know. It's just weird, but yeah. it is what it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mid-South 5 Fitness, the best way to take care of your uh, concession stand food issues. There you go. Last week was food. This week is food. Next week is movies. Two weeks ago was movies. We we're really you know we kind of have our <laughs> we're creatures of habit. To we some are degree. Li- we yeah. are a little. All right. My, my my honorable mention cotton candy. Nobody else has any. So I will start today. I will give you my number five. The old fashioned meat on a stick corn dog. A corn dog. You like corn dogs? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's that that is in my top five, and I'll there start go. there because cool. it's the first one up. But it's a specific corn dog. Oh, okay. The corn dog uh, at the um, Middle Tennessee District Fair. There's oh, a, this guy. He's specific. Speaking of K- mm-hmm. Kiwanis over here, he's a shameless plugs <laughs> for the uh, fairs. Yeah, the fair um, <laughs> down in Lawrenceburg. <laughs> but there, there's a booth that they hand dip. The corn dogs Ooh, and right in front of you. The, I mean, they have a walk-up screened window where they hand it the corn dogs. That's awesome. They hand it to you, so they're not frozen in a, in a napkin. And there's a, a a big thing of mustard right next to it Perfect. and ketchup as well. Now, and so you got to let them cool off then before uh, you, you can if you want to. But you know, it's it's good to have a little little burn spot or two in your mouth. But you know, you've been five? to the fair. It. Or is it on the list? Is it just on the list? Well, it's the first one I wrote down, so I'm getting to my other ones. Oh, uh, yeah. he's, he's waiting. Yeah. All right. But All it's right. it's on the list. There you go. My number five yeah. is your is your dad joke. I mean, just your plain simple popcorn. Just it's it's easy. You know, if you're at a basketball game, it's it's hopefully it's in the brown paper bag with the bottom on it. You can sit it down. You can just reach in and you can continue to take notes or whatever yeah yeah see i don't eat popcorn that's one of the ones that i told you guys when i had braces it Mm. it gets stuck and i just eh, not a thing for me i don't like i don't like popcorn so uh number four for me this one goes i get this at jack brown's when i go to jack brown's uh, beer and burger joint downtown nashville um but I love to get it at fairs, and they they do have these sometimes at certain concession stands, depending on where you are. But fried Oreos, deep fried any kind of candy, but fried Oreos specifically uh, are really good, just because that cream in the middle gets really creamy after you heat it up. So, uh, really, really one of my favorites there. Fried Oreos sitting at number four. Uh, do we need to go to Mo? JP, are you? I've got some. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the uh, the big pretzel. Yeah. The, the, the massive twisted salted pretzel with um uh with a spicy brown mustard. So uh, when I when I was at Page, I went up to the concession stand because I was really hungry, and I saw all these people with Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches. And by the time I got there, there were no more chicken sandwiches. The only thing they had left were those pretzels, and I love those pretzels. They're not on my list, but I love those. Yeah. Cheese fries. Cheese fries. Mm-hmm. 
Come on. But, but I, I like my fries crunchy, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a fry snob to that, you know, if they're not, if they're not cooked enough, then... Uh, it just gets soggy and uh-huh. not good. Yeah, yeah. But cheese fries. Well, my number three is very similar. It's nachos. You can't go wrong with nachos, right? I mean, just straight nachos and cheese, but it has to be like... I want the I want the nachos to be the round kind that come in the little plastic bag, right? And then the cheese out of the you got to push the thing and the cheese comes out. Old and I like the cheese on the side. Mm-hmm. I want to dip my cheese. I don't want to have to like. Oh, uh, it gets soggy. The yeah. chips get soggy when when that happens. And well, your, and your also hands it, get dirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you if you're at a ball game. Yeah. If we're at a ball game and we're taking taking notes and that kind of thing, then it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so nachos, nachos and cheese. There you go. All right, uh, my next is uh, my staple, uh, one of my staples at a baseball game in particular. Um, bag of peanuts. Peanuts is good. Crack open. Mm-hmm. Shut the holes on the floor. Yep. Yep. On the feet of the person sitting next to you, there whatever you works. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's at, that's at Logan's. My number three is is not high school concession stand, but it's fair food. Funnel cakes. Not on my list either. They make me throw up. So weird. I know. I don't like funnel cakes. I don't like popcorn and pecans. Who am I? So weird. Chuck, come do something with your boy. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, I wish that I I wish I liked it. Funnel cakes are, are good. I know. The powdered sugar is all over you not so good but funnel cakes are good yeah yeah you gotta wear that yeah yeah literally own it yeah wear it and own it here's my number two and you gotta go to the wilson county fair it's my favorite one but corn on the cob the real big corn on the cob where they got the you can put whatever you want to on it they got the the spices and the sauces and everything else i like to just get some some either some ranch sauce or some cajun salt or seasoning and just douse up the corn on the cob that's the best corn on the cob man it really is that's number two that's that's pretty good uh my number two barbecue nachos yeah yeah um either brisket or uh or pulled pork either one brisket at Schaefer's I'll, I'll take sure. um but uh but barbecue nachos and you know there are a few places where you can get that um a couple of uh specific examples um our local Kiwanis Club, by the way, the Babe Ruth World, Babe Ruth World Series. We did oh, yeah, the concession yeah. stands the two years we had it, and uh, that was one of the features was barbecue nachos. Gotta love it. The barbecue nachos at AutoZone Park in Memphis. The barbecue is from Rendezvous. Oh, hey, enough said. Yeah, well <laughs> done. Barbecue nachos are my number two as well. well. Wow, interesting. Yeah. With 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 cheese, barbecue oh, yeah. sauce, yeah, yeah. sour cream. Yeah, you gotta have the cheese and the barbecue sauce mm-hmm. for some reason that just goes really well together. Yeah. Um, all right, number one. Here we go. This is if this isn't number one for everybody, I'm gonna be sad because the best concession stand food you can get is a ballpark hot dog. Just a hot dog at the ballpark. That's it. That's the that is the the peak, the pinnacle of concession stand food is a hot dog at the ballpark. I agree. A hot dog is my number one, but a specific hot dog. The Chicago dog at Wrigley Field. 
I wouldn't know. The only time I was there was like eight. So. Oh man, you got to go to Wrigley Field. I know. I need to go back. I saw Barry Bonds play there. But you were eight. And uh, anyway, Randy, whoever their closer was back in the day. Oh. Um, my number one is kind of fair slash festival ish as well. It's turkey legs. Turkey leg. Okay. Mm. A turkey leg. There you go. Just Not to be confused up. with Chuck's frog legs that he just posted on Facebook. Oh, does. <laughs> what concession stand is he going to? Know, somewhere in Alabama. Know. It's got to be somewhere weird. I don't know. I've never seen frog legs at a concession stand. I bet they stand. had them at Joe Burns. <laughs> they probably did. There's Top 5 Tuesday presented by Mid-South 5 Fitness. Appreciate it. If you are out there and you miss any part of the show, make sure to go check out the podcast, SM-TN Sports Today, SM-TN Prep Sports Today, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow. Give us a subscription. Uh, five stars and a review. We'd appreciate that. Help us get into the, uh, the the charts. That'd be awesome. We'll be back tomorrow, 9 o'clock, but we'll be live from Murphy Center in Murfreesboro. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. We appreciate it. On Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, for the folks down at WZYX in Franklin County, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant, I'm Chris Yow saying stay cool, Columbia. <laughs> <laughs>